0: So I don't really have to... uh, Do I have to introduce myself again? Jim, do we have anybody other than associates? Okay. So that does that, huh? Now, the ADD and stress go hand in hand. Uh, Let me me explain it to you. Uh, Most deficiencies that occur in the body are utilized for both problems, ADD and stress. So... If you're an ADD, uh, stressed-out individual, this is exactly the class you need to be in. Or if you're a a, a stressed person with ADD, this is where you need to be. So we're going to explain nutritionally how we can support ourselves when we're under stress or when we have children or ourselves that suffer from attention deficit, deficit disorders. However, throughout this entire class, if there's any questions... About any other subject, we will address those too. If we end up coming back to these subjects, that's fine. Um, I have told the associates, uh, the individuals that uh, are in association with our company, those that are professional or instructors, we have one here today. Um, uh, we're going to make uh, these classes, publish those classes to you through email so you'll know where, they, where you can pick those up. And then we will make sure that they're recorded so that you can find those on the uh, webpage. Okay? So, um, are there any questions at this point that you want to deal with before I go into ADD and, and stress? Okay. So, there are, let me, let me explain how stress happens in our life. There's good stress and there's bad stress. And you need to understand that. The same nutritional problems or the same nutritional deficiencies that occur uh, end up having stress, we end up having problems, are burned up by good stress and bad stress. Now let me define good stress and bad stress. The body doesn't know the difference between good stress and bad stress. Bad stress. Every time the phone rings, you you can't pay your bills. That's just stressful. Every time you have a child that's that's out in the night, and and they generally come home beat up or or other problems. Uh, You have a stressful relationship with your family and friends. You know, just things are not settled in your life. That's stressful. That's miserable. That's that's bad stress. Other stress is is realizing that that uh, you got a promotion. And you're going to end up making more money. However, you have other responsibilities. You're excited. You're enthused. But it's still stressful. A little kid waiting for Santa Claus to show up is just as stressed as a little kid that got in trouble. The body uses the same vitamins and minerals. It burns up those same vitamins and minerals during those times. So... I've had many people come into the clinic and they say, well, you know, they they, uh, diagnosed me with uh, whatever, and they said that I needed to reduce my stress. Well, that's like saying quit living because we're always under stress. We're always under stress. Going into a restaurant or a busy place with lots of noise, you may like that environment, but it is stressful because... You have to tune out all of that to be able to listen to the individual that that you're with. It, it's not bad; it's just stressful. It requires a certain amount of discipline, and it burns up the same uh, nutrients as, as bad stress. Bad stress uh, being somewhere where you feel very uncomfortable. Body can't can't tell the difference because there's certain nutrients that are built uh, that are burned up. So. Generally, people say, well, I need a, a good multivitamin. That's a good idea. I need a good stress. You know, If I find a bottle that says stress formula, stress vitamin, oh, that must be good. Well, you need to realize that most all of those are advertisements. In fact, most of what we accept as truth in America is absolutely opinion of some, someone else and, and or uh, advertisement on, with some company trying to sell some certain product. Uh, Many times as as a naturopath and as herbalist, I get the rap from my patients. They'll say, well, you know, I was told not to take this because it caused this problem, caused that problem, which is basically uneducated opinion by the medical profession. Uh, Oh, don't take that. In fact, just the other day, um, I had several patients come into the clinic. And every time that they would tell their mainstream doctor, and that's not really mainstream, I'm mainstream. They took over about 100 years ago. I'm mainstream, okay? However, you know what I'm talking about with mainstream. And she, she was telling the doctor's assistant that she was going to do some alternative therapies. And without question, every one of them was, oh, don't do that. Oh, no, I would rec- never recommend that. And one of them was, ha- they had a, a hip that was out of place. And, they, and he, says, he said, I'm going to go see a chiropractor and get that hip put." Po- oh, don't do that we need to do surgery on your, they were trying to sell him a surgery, a back surgery. I thought it was a good idea as to get yourself put in place and see if that helps. If it doesn't help, then you keep looking for the problems. But uh, you'll find those individuals that very authoritatively say, oh, you need to do this. and Oh, you need to do that. And green tea is the best thing to do for stress, and or whatever. Now, I didn't say green tea was the best thing to do for stress. But you'll get people's opinion. Where it really gets important is for you to be able to filter out opinion and advertisement. And the only thing that will give you that, that ability is experience and or Taking the counsel or listening to the counsel of somebody that you respect that has perhaps been down that same road. Okay? So let me go to the end of this discussion instead of leading you down the path of where this discussion is going to go. And then we'll back up for questions. Okay? Does that sound reasonable? We're going to go backwards today. I'm going to cut to the chase, or I'm going to give you the information that's necessary for stress, okay? And then we're going to back up and fill in your questions, okay? Number one, that I believe in our modern diet, there is a misconception of starch and carbohydrate, In our world today they've made these the same words starch and carbohydrate well what I'm going to what I need you to understand is that we have very little starch in our diet in America unless you have a, a unless you've taken advice from other people in, in the health industry you need to understand that starch has some subcategories One of them is carbohydrate, okay? The other one is fiber, and then the next one is water. Now, under fiber, there's soluble and insoluble, okay? But starch makes up carbohydrate, fiber, and water. That's generally what, oh, yes, and one other one. Vitamins. Those are the the constituents to make up starch. Now, starch is one hundred percent wonderful food. Okay. Now we have we hear a bad rap about starch, but what they're what they're actually saying is carbohydrate. They say, "Oh, you want to lose weight? You want to be healthy? You want to do this? You want to do that? Decrease your carbohydrate." Yes. But don't decrease your fiber, your your starch. Don't because you're missing out on fiber and water and vitamins. And the vitamin in the vitamin that's in starch is much more superior to any vitamin pill you will ever take. Now, granted, I give vitamin pills. Anybody that's seen me has knows I give vitamin pills. We have to use what we can get. But by far, this vitamin is so much more superior. Than an, than an isolated vitamin, okay? It's like, let's talk a little bit about vitamin C. Vitamin C is very critical, very absolutely critical for stress. It helps because when you're under stress, you're excited, you're, you have anxiety, you're worrying about the bills, your body burns up vitamin C, okay? Burns up vitamin C. But the interesting thing about vitamin C from a food source it's much more superior because they have isolated vitamin C, but they haven't isolated all the other little components of vitamin C there is, it, that accompanies the vitamin C molecule, okay? These would be co-nutrients co, uh, with vitamin C. Like B-complex has been researched enough that they have thiamine and, and panathenic and, and riboflavin, and those are all part of the B-complex, Okay, well, vitamin C has those also. It's just a, a magnificent, wonderful, wonderful network, but, and vitamin C is the name of this group. Now, when we make a pill, we get rid of all these. We, we don't get all those. We just get the vitamin, the C, okay? In some vitamin pills, they will extract some of the other things, like riboflavin and, and different things like that. However, in a food source, in a food source, you get vitamin C. It's 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 much more it's much superior to the isolate or the, the just the concentrated vitamin C because there's there's things in there that they haven't even named. It was in the early it was in the early 1900s that they isolated salt and potassium. Until that time, they were considered the same element. But it was in the early 1900s they decided, to, well, we've got potassium here and we've got sodium here, okay? Plus the fact, most everybody is on a salt-free diet. Don't salt this, don't salt that. Don't. <clears throat> they have proven that salt raises blood pressure. The government has, has put out even a nutritional mandate stating, don't I mean you need to lower your uh, your sodium intake 50 to 85%. Now I'm going to tell you how that happened and yes this deals with stress and ADD. They say lower lower the sodium. Well, if you lived in the early 1900s you wouldn't even know what they're talking about because potassium and sodium were considered the same nutrient. And then they figured out how to isolate them, and they named salt, and they named potassium. Well, what we have in a cell, what we have in a cell, and we're just going to represent this by this crude shape, we have sodium, and we're not going to put in the, the... We're going to put the name there, and then we're going to have potassium out here. The problem that we have with tissues that, it, that swell, is that the tissues have salt in them that, that make them um, deal and hold on to water more. Do you understand? So decreasing the salt isn't going to get that salt out of the cell. You increase the potassium because there's a thing called the sodium-potassium pump. In order to get potassium, when you put potassium into the cell by increasing its its availability in the body, then for every two potassium cells, or for every one potassium cell that goes into the cell, you get two sodium out. Isn't that interesting. You get one. You get one. One cell goes in, and then the salt. You get two salt out, thus changing the water content and the nutrients in the cell. Now, granted, some people will say, you know, uh, I decrease my salt and if I can keep my salt decreased, then I don't swell. Well, that's short term because salt and potassium are both electrolytes. We need them. We become stressed when we don't have those electrolytes, but the potassium levels need to be raised don't necessarily decrease your sodium increase your potassium now the us rda for potassium is four depending on what you look at four forty-five hundred. 4500 some are even up to five and 52 five, it depends on what papers you look at but we are going indic- to we're just going to use a lower one if you went to a health food store because you wanted to take more potassium you would have to the only milligrams that you can purchase in 99 milligrams. If you wanted to get the RDA of potassium, you're going to have to take 45 if you just take it with pills, and that's stupid. Okay? That's crazy. Now, irregardless, irregardless when I start talking about sodium potassium, uh, I have somebody say, well, I eat my banana. (laughs) Okay? Potatoes have more potassium by twice as a banana. And potatoes get a bad rap. They do. Yes, they do. They do. Because they call it a carb. It is a starch. It has eleven hundred. I believe a medium potato has eleven hundred. Uh, a, pot- a, a banana, I think, is three hundred. Okay. So every and now, where did that where did that I get a bana- I eat my bananas. Come from oh, the banana them. industry has publicized that bananas are high in potassium, okay? Well, it's not favorable right now to say, eat po- I eat my potatoes because I get my potassium, okay? It's not popular. Everybody's down on the potato. When in reality, the potato industry has been lying down. If they were more aggressive, would say, I eat my potato. Do you understand? Okay, now, what does this have to do with stress, okay? A body needs potassium, it increases the energy because there's mitochondria in the cell, and as we replace it with potassium, get the sodium out, the mitochondria work better, which is ATP, which is the is the actual little guy that makes the energy in the body. Okay. So, eat your potatoes. Don't feel guilty about your potatoes, but it's best if you eat the skin along with it, because you're you're losing a, an important Nutrient, which is fiber. That also, you you know don't cook them to death; you lose some of that water. Now, are there any questions about this sodium-potassium ratio and/or how it, it how it affects stress of the body? How it affects stress of the body is that it changes the energy in the body because it allows the energy unit, little guy, the dynamo in the cell to be able to function better because it functions in a it needs both these nutrients, salt and potassium potassium is there are, there are some uh, supplements that are larger than 99 milligrams, the reason they put 99 milligrams down and said that's the only amount you could do was at that time the FDA had given Slow K or one of those uh, potassium supplements the market share because they were like 700 milligram pills and they wanted it so low the people would even though it was a common nutrient when slow k and those those pota- those potassium supplements were made and they thought well shoot people just go to a healthy store so the fda said we'll save you we'll make it so it's only 99 milligrams and and a doctor it, it has to prescribe this so we've got the we've got it tied up okay you'd have to take how many of these seven pills in order to even come up to the prescription, when in reality, 700 milligrams is nowhere near the RDA. Now, I know that there's been many experiments about the RDA, the recommended daily allowance. They've done it many times, and the animals die. The animals cannot live on the recommended daily allowance. Can't. They die. So I think it's much higher than that. If you run down you're lethargic, you, you don't bounce back. You don't have that zip in your step. Potassium many times is the nutrient that is lacking and is terribly important in stress and ADD and ADDH. Yes? So for women, do, would, their, would their body use, like we have the female cycle, would it use more potassium at certain times of the month? than other times, would that lower it, even if everything else stays the same all month? Would it do that? Let me understand your question. Is there a greater need for potassium during the women's cycle? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. there's. I mean, women actually uh, have less PMS symptoms if they increase their potassium during that time because it's a stressful time. And many times this, you know, is because there's just not enough nutrients to be able to to deal with everything else, life coming at you. Okay? So we've talked about, about this part, nutrients, vitamins. Okay? Now, I want to talk about one other essential thing that's important. We're gonna continue on vitamins. Is there any other question about this? We can always come back, but uh, let's let's move on to another essential thing. <clears throat> I know that people can live and die and have a terrible diet and smoke a cigar every day and drink alcohol and they don't die of they die real old, like old George Burns one of his big deals was with his cigar is that he would as it wiggle in his fingers he would he he was he looked healthy he he was old but I venture to say that's the exception a lot of what we have he, he was perhaps blessed with a body that that uh, could tolerate the abuses. Can you imagine what he would have had as far as life if he hadn't have had such bad habits? Now, what I'm talking about is is nutrients. Why don't we have a... Oh, yes, lovely, we have a red pen. We in America eat carbohydrate. Carbohydrate encourages stress. Encourages stress. A grain has a germ. Now... Some people, well, most of America has bought into degerminated corn is better than corn that has a germ. How they got that across is kind of interesting. We won't talk about that. But degerminate, there's no germs here, so it's degerminated corn is better. Not right, because the germ is the is the reproductive system of the grain. If you plant that in the ground and take care of it like you ought to, this germ will be the sprout or the new plant. Okay? The, new, the roots and everything will come for it. This is the sex organ of the grain. One of the things we see, according to advertisement, is there must be a lot of problems with men's libido. Because every other advertisement is about a pill to fix a men's libido. Either either we're getting, what would you say, more amorous, or there's a real problem. Well, I think it's a little of both, but I think there's more of a problem with a nutritional problem in the sex organs of men, and it stems from no germ in their food. They do not eat what they need to eat to, to heal and nourish and feed the reproductive system. No germ no germ. It's been taken out. Why is it taken out? Well, grain that has a germ in it spoils and goes rancid way before they sell it off the shelf. So they took the germ off, took it out so that it can sit on the shelf forever. You look, well, my root cellar, when the mice get into it and they find a corn, you know, a container that they can get into, the first thing they eat is a germ. First thing. And many times, then they eat the bran off, the outside husk. And most of the time, they don't eat the rest. Okay? The reason they don't eat the rest is in, in let's say this is wheat. Okay? In the husk, right next, let's use, right next to the husk, there is a layer of nutrients, vitamins, minerals, right against the husk right there. That's why when the critters get into your grain, they eat that off. And sometimes they leave the rest. Sometimes they'll eat it all. But particularly in corn, generally they won't eat the rest. It's just the germ and the outside. In this outside, there's about 17 vitamins. Vitamins and some minerals. Okay, And the lion's share... The lion's share of that is the B vitamin. Now, if you're going to go get a stress vitamin, it's going to say B or stress vitamin, B complex, whatever. C's and B's are important for stress, okay? That's what's naturally in the grain, all grain. Now, grains. corn's not a grain. But we treat it like a grain, but they, they also manufacture it and, and process it. Now, to make whole grain, let's say white flour, that is that is brominated. You see that on the package, brominated flour. Brominated flour, you look at bromine on the periodic table, and it's right next to chlorine. Chlorine is a poison, and so is bromine. The reason they, they used to put chlorine in it, In it to sanitize it, and then they did some experiments after they had given it to the American people for a long period of time. For some reason, they decided to do an experiment, and their animal was dogs. All of them had seizures and pretty much all died when they were given brominated, uh, I mean chlorinated flour. So they decided, okay, chlorine is a problem, so we're going to use bromine. And to my knowledge, they never did any testing. They just lowered the concentration of the poison, okay? So the nutrients in this is in the germ and in the husk of the grain, okay? Most, well, why did they do that? Well, they sell this to the vitamin E industry to make wheat germ and make vitamin E and different things like that. Plus the fact if you strip the oil and the nutrients off of it, um and uh, bugs won't eat it but i can remember when uh i was a wonder bread generation i mean wonder bread oh wow in fact my wife has uh, cookbooks that say uh during that time period they say oh you don't have to worry about getting your kids to eat whole grain anymore i never had a problem with my mom's bread and she ground it and made it you know the first loaf she ever made was like a brick In fact, she she thought, well, you know, I'll make bread for my husband. And and she made uh, a brick. It was so hard. And she thought, I don't want uh, Scotty to know that I made this. I don't want him to know I even tried. So she threw it in the ditch. Okay, We had an irrigation ditch just up the hill a little bit, and the driveway was right there. Well, when Dad came home, he had that thing in his hand. And he said, what's the dog chewing on? What? And the dog had drugged it out of the ditch and was sitting on the, eating the, this piece of uh, brick that she had made. She was so mortified. My mother was so proper. proper. I can remember one time being sent to the store to buy a loaf of bread. Now, my mom sent me with a quarter. And she said, you can have the change. The bread's going to be 17 cents. Oh, my, I looked at that, and I, and I tried my hardest to calculate out, what did that mean, 17 from 25? You know, I spent most of my time as I was walking to the grocery store figuring out what I was going to get. But on the way, I found a tennis ball in a creek. There was a, there was a swimming pool, and there was a tennis court there, and somebody had lobbed it off into the creek, and it rolled down toward our house, and I found a tennis ball. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, my goodness. Well, the quarter went into my pocket, Cause now I had a tennis ball and I realized, oh, it got—they sh- shot it in from up there. So I my trip the whole way up to the grocery store and incidentally it was Piggly Wiggly, okay, a long time ago. I don't think there's any more Piggly Wigglies in New Mexico. So I followed this the creek bed and I got me an, another tennis ball. So I had a tennis ball here and I had a tennis ball here, and then I uh, I was by the store, so I had to go up to the store. Well, I was not gonna I was not gonna leave. Tennis balls alone, because the crick was along all the way home. So I put the loaf of bread in my arms and I went down the crick, and I was in the middle of the crick. You know, it was the ankle deep at times, it was knee deep, and, and I was looking for tennis balls in the weeds. And I, I think I found a few more. And then when I got, you know, I had to get out and follow the road a little bit. And when I got home, I, I set the bread down, and 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 I t- took out my tennis balls. I didn't even think about spending the rest of the money. I was so excited about going back and finding more tennis balls. And I showed my mom the tennis balls. And she wasn't paying attention to me. And she picks up the loaf of bread, which was Wonder Bread, and said, oh, Michael. That's the only thing she said to me. And thinking back now, I I admire my mom for not beating me. (laughs) You know, because it must have took me an hour and a half to walk, just you know, which I could have done it in fifteen minutes, you know, it's just up the road a little bit, and all my mom said was, "Oh, Michael." But during that time, Wonder Bread's campaign was to uh, was it has this is fortified flour. You no longer have to get your kids to eat whole grain. It's fortified. Well, let me tell you what fortified is. They subtracted. They subtracted. 14 vitamins. When they took the white the covering off and we got that white stuff and the germ, we took all that out. Okay, now to my recollection, that's not much of a fortification. Okay, what is that? That's uh, three. There's three left. Three. That's three left. And that's actually what they put. They put vitamin D in, and, and I think two others. That's, I mean, these four are still missing. So let's add another three. We got six. That's the, and that's how they touted. That's the reality of fortified flour. Not a my recollection. That's not a, an advantage. Also, they did another thing that was ingenious marketing. They had a campaign during the war that they would send Wonder Bread to the poor people in Europe because they were having to eat war bread. And it had pumpernickel and rye, all the whole grains. I mean, it was absolutely wonderful nutritional food, but they wanted to ship Wonder Bread that had fortified flour over there to the poor people in Europe. Ingenious. Ingenious because, in the mind of the American people, oh my goodness, if they're sending Wonder Bread over to those people that are eating whole grain, it devaluated the the nutritional content and the value of whole grain in America. And they, it was, whoever thought that up was a genius. He wasn't, didn't do very good for the American people, but he was a genius because he deceived so many people into accepting their product. Now, You hear a lot. How many of you have heard about gluten intolerance? Mm -hmm. It's a big deal, isn't it? Oh, got a gluten intolerance. Well, let's go back over this other page. Gluten intolerance has in whole grain that has gluten. It doesn't have any fiber. It doesn't have any water. It doesn't have hardly any vitamins. All it's got is goo. The inside of that grain is carb, is sticky, gooey gluten. But I'm telling you that this stuff in here doesn't have the same effect on the digestive tract with everything else. So we are prime for to have a, the inability to deal with stress, whether it's good or bad, because we eat too much carbohydrate. Now, if we avoid carbohydrate, we're in good shape because there's all kinds of other nasty things that we've talked about in processed foods. They don't taste very well, so they have to put flavor enhancers, and those are terrible. But the main reason I'm talking about this for stress is, yes, most doctors will say, go get a multivitamin that has a high B-complex in it. Go get a B-complex with some vitamin C. That'll make a difference. Well, I'm a little more simplistic. Why don't we go back to our original diet? And put whole grain back into our diet. Another thing you need to realize is that whole is that. Let's go back over here. Starch renders one calorie per gram. How many know what a gram is? A little bit. It's twenty-eight point six in one ounce. Okay. So in in, in thirty grams, we got. We get uh we got thirty calories, okay a uh, hundred grams is the size of a cube of butter. To give you an idea okay, starch whole complete grain renders one calorie per gram. Carbo uh, let's see water has zero calories. vitamins don't have calories. fiber doesn't have calories, okay. But carbohydrate has four calories per gram. No no wonder we shouldn't eat. When they say don't eat carbs, don't eat carbs. But you've got to understand starch and carbs are not the same. They're not the same. Yes, stay away from these because all they have is calories. They don't have any fiber. They don't have any water. And they don't have any nutrients in them. They only have just about six. Okay, so stress, starch, whole, complete grain, whole, complete grain, because it supports your reproductive system. Since I started uh, working as an alternative health care practitioner s- since the 1980, I used to see a few people in for infertility. Now it is so common. I it's, I probably see four to five a month. Why? Carbs. Carbs are devoid of everything but the goo. Why do you think we have gluten intolerance? They've been eating goo. Carbs, carbs, carbs. When in reality, if they were doing starch, no intolerance of gluten would ever even appear. Those that have changed their diet because of high gluten in their diet, carbs, they change it, they start feeling better. Well, the reason they're feeling better is because they're starting to get some vitamins and minerals back into their system. Most all the time we can get people back on starch without any problems. Okay. So, yes, C and B are critical for for, for stress. However, we were create our dietary was created for us. And if we go back to what our great-grandparents ate or our grandparents ate, we'd be in much better shape. I don't believe that we had a grandfather that came home and sat down and watched the TV uh, until he fell asleep and then he went off to bed. We had strong, healthy men and women with the ability to do what they wanted to do. And the reason I think the good Lord made in this part of the country the days and nights shorter. I mean, the nights, the days shorter. It's because I would kill myself working because there's still some sunlight. Come on, let's finish. There's still sunlight. Come on, let's finish. I think he, he allowed me to live here so that it's like, ah, oh, the sun's, I'll go to bed. We, we stress ourselves by not resting well also. Another subject I want to talk to you about that is real important for you to understand about stress. Our body, there's what is called the crib cycle. Have we ever talked about this? No, let me stop. Are there any questions from any of the associates or anybody that's online? With the germs and... You're not online, but that's okay. You can go ahead. Okay. With the germ and everything, so does it say on the label de-germinated or is that if it's ground? Corn. Corn says de-germinated. Okay. That's so- all. They degerminate all the grains, but it's not part of their advertising campaign. Do you understand? I've never seen rye degerminated. Come eat it, but I have corn. Okay. 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 There's a there's a rhythm in the body that you cannot avoid. Okay, and it goes from it goes from twelve o'clock to uh, no, it's twenty four. Let's put it twenty four stinky to twelve. Twenty four hours in twenty four hours. Now these arrows might not because I did that might not be in the right place. Now from from um, twelve o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, I did have. Let me redraw this so you'll understand. Because it's—I don't think in twelve twenty-four hours. I think in twelve. Okay. So we got a twenty-four-hour clock. <clears throat> hey, look at that dyslexic! I just jumped to five. At twelve. I get. We oh, have six over here, right? Six. And. Thirty-six. Thirty. No. Well, not 36 no. Right now. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Uh, then we've got, okay, so you need to understand that from 12 o'clock noon, 12 o'clock noon to four, what's four, four, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 16, from 12 o'clock to 16, which, which would be 8 o'clock, <laughs> is consume. We should eat from twelve o'clock to eight o'clock in the in the evening. From eight o'clock to eight o'clock to four four man. This twenty four hour. Okay, this is just not going to work. I'm going to have to do it. Okay, from write this down. From from twelve o'clock noon to eight o'clock in the evening, we should be eating food. Consuming food. From 8 o'clock to 4 o'clock, we should be digesting food. Okay? From 4 o'clock to 12 o'clock noon, we should be eliminating food. Okay? That's the way we're made, irregardless of my clock, okay? <laughs> so, that is a normal phys- physiological fact about our bodies. From from the have you have you noticed that when you got, you get tossed out of bed, it's around four to three to five to you know you, it's like oh, I gotta go okay, that's a normal process. I kind of think that that's really about the time we ought to be getting up according to our body clock, but our life has set us back a little bit. The reason I believe that is that rest sleep, actual sleep. Before twelve o'clock is three times better for us than after twelve. Why? Why you ask? Why you ask? Yeah, why? Is because our body's rhythm. It's important to work with our body's rhythm. If you're going to be getting up around four or five, you have to be going to bed before eleven or twelve. <laughs> Rest. Or, you, you know, well, we're going to talk about my habits. Rest before 12 is significantly better because what you're doing is you're facilitating your body digestion. And most all food should be, well, most food should be con- finished eating, I believe, way before 8 o'clock. Okay? We have. We have a society that eats right up until bedtime, and sometimes that's eleven, twelve o'clock. We are interrupting and postponing that the digestion of that, and that many times is why we're under stress because we're not going with this cycle Now you will say, well, when I get up at five o'clock you know I'm supposed to be eliminating, but I'm hungry well. I believe during that time you're looking at waters and, and herbal teas and maybe a little fruit juice, but not things solid. Okay? If you ignore that, you're gonna have a terrible day. You should be consuming most of your fluids from four in the morning till twelve in the afternoon. Then after that, you need to eat. Okay? And that cycle should be from twelve to eight. And many times, because we get out of this system, this normal metabolic process, uh, we we cause stress on our system. And generally, it's the digestive time that and the elimination time that suffer. Okay? Now, I'm not saying when you wake up, don't eat. I'm saying choose a, a liquid or something very mild that will facilitate your bowels moving, like have a handful of of figs, or or dates, or or, um, prunes, do you understand? Or some fruit to facilitate fruits, not food. It's a snack. So that doesn't interrupt the digestive tract. We want the bowels to be pretty much flushed out by 12 o'clock. Now, you're going to find as you begin to do this, it will be flushed out probably about an hour after you get up and start moving around. Because the act of walking around causes that, digestive tract to work a little bit better and that's part of stress is not addressing and working with the body well I work shift I work swing shift <sighs> most people that work swing shift get old fast it's it, we're just not designed to work that way um, it's what and, and a lot of people that do shift work they they sleep twice. You know, a little bit here and then they get up and do something, and then a little bit before they go to work. That in itself indicates that the body is tremendously stressed. Okay, what do you do about it? Well, you still try to stay with the same cycle because your physiological cycle knows that the sun's up. There's a hormone in our system that's created and it's only created when it's dark. That's called melatonin. Yes, you can take melatonin, by, but our body makes melatonin. But light, artificial light and sunlight stop it from working. That's why if anybody is doing melatonin, uh, take it and go to bed shut your light off. Don't sit there and I'm going to watch TV until I fall asleep. You're wasting your money. Melatonin is not going to work as well. Okay? Are there any questions at this point? Okay. Understand the cycle, even though I couldn't draw it because I tried to go to 24 to 12 hours, okay? It's important, those cycles, okay? So in the morning, don't starve. Don't just do water. Do some fruit. Do some, uh, if you know that your bowels function real well with a hot drink, then do some herbal tea and, and continue to do that until 12 or until you know, wow, you've, you've really emptied your bowels. And then through the day, you will also notice once you eat, you will begin to eliminate about 30 minutes to an hour after eating. That's that's just the way it is. That's, as a kid, I used to think, wow, I look at that toilet and I go, hmm, I ate three times today. How come I only go to the bathroom once? Now, this is a little kid. And, and I think, well, is there a waiting room there? They just gather together until it all comes out. And I'll think, I think, well, it doesn't look like as much as I ate. Because I could eat when I was a little kid. People need to understand poor intake of nutrients causes more stress, more stress, than um, worries. Okay? Than what? Than worrying about things, sitting there and obsessing about things. Okay? Okay? When we eat, we ought, to, we ought to have energy. In fact, when I was raised in my family and I had all these kids and, and I'd be wore out and tired and I'd need a nap, mainly because my ears were melting off my head. Mom could stay in the house with them. I had to go outside. Good thing I had a farm. Okay, But I'd want a nap. I just wore out. I just couldn't hardly function, but I was hungry. So I would go in and I'd eat. And then I didn't need a nap. I, I kind of got ripped off. So I thought, well, maybe I'll just take a nap first and then eat. That didn't happen very often. Food is energy. It should, right now, it's looked at as the enemy. Most people who have extra weight don't eat enough calories. What happens is they have turned the thermostat down on their body to the point where they just barely function. And if they just get out of that zone, they appear that they gain more weight. Well, yeah, because the met- metabolism is saying, you're starving me. I'm You're starting to eat. I'm going to put some weight on because you're starving me. Men and women lose weight differently too. And there's some important things to know there. However, stress, stress indicates also that you're not eating properly. Food should be looked at as energy. In the middle of the day, you sit down and you're, you're starting to doze off the prescription is not a vitamin pill or monster or gorilla, whatever those drinks are, or, a, or even a, a cup of coffee or, or, a, or a Coke. What that means is your brain's starting to shut off because you don't have the energy to keep it on. You need to eat properly. You need to eat some food. Don't get a candy bar and a Twinkie. Now, that'll keep your brain on, but overall begins to degrade your health. Okay. We've got five minutes, six minutes. Are there any other questions on the internet? Uh, I know that you've been quiet. Maybe I've addressed your questions. Uh, are there any questions here about what we've talked about? Now, stress, we could talk forever on stress. The problem is, is most, most everything people know about nutrition, diet and health. They learn from the TV and it's 100% advertisement. And let me tell you how critical that is, is that Advertisement is so effective, doctors start quoting the advertisement. That's why they prescribed margarine. Okay. Jim, was there some question? Yeah. Um, somebody wanted to know you had mentioned potassium helps, with PMS. Does it also help with rate? Yes, it does. Those are all the I I truly believe that that the cycle of a woman is water coming in and out through the system. You know, during menstruation, you, your water weight can go up six, seven pounds. Potassium helps manage that. Menopause, it's, it's water also. We, he, the, it, there's more breast tenderness, vaginal dryness. It helps manage the fluids in the body. So yes, menopause will, will and does respond much better to that. Well, well, If there's no more questions, uh, one of these days I have been been considered doing a, a seminar on stress because it's such a massive subject. And I have a problem with what they say about stress. It's all about selling a product. When in reality, eating properly, making some changes there is terribly important. Many people would make the right choices if they knew what the right choice was. So uh, everyone will be aware if those, those little classes start. Uh, I've had more than one, well, quite a bit of people that want to have more time with stress. So we'll make you aware if that happens. Any other questions? Uh, well, I kind of Absolutely, please. Uh huh. Okay, so all the books recommend that you're um, supervised by a professional. Um, you said that you would do You know why that's put on? actually put on there. If we taught nutrition properly, most everybody could be done that way. Most doctors, if you want to be supervised by a doctor, it's really crazy. Me, I would be more than happy to do that. I generally do that for people that are interested. Yes. You also said that you could give some things to look for yourself. As far as weight loss. It's like if you were doing a fast, you know, like the thing, the problems to look. for. Well, there are several, and I can I can indicate those, and you can write them down. Uh, first thing you need to uh, indicate is, if you are, you can't get up and function. Now. I'm not saying weak because you're you know you're you're detoxifying or your calorie content has gone down. I'm saying just it's time to quit. Women should never fast longer than five days. Never, 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 never. Because the metabolism of a female body is different than a, a man's. A woman's metabolism is if it's under calorie content, uh, calorie requirements, more than five days, there's a hormonal change that happens in the body that click turns on the fat switch to tank back up because you are a dairy animal. You are a nurturer. You are a creator of life, and and your body is not going to let you drop your fat muscle proportion. Now, the other problem that people don't grasp is is if you're doing it for health and cleansing, there there's things you need to, to look for. One of the best tools that I found just recently is thermography. And I could think about that long enough to bring me to tears. Thermography. thermography. And the reason that it is is because I can see what's going on inside your body with just a heat-sensitive pitcher. There's no... It's like an MRI without the radiation and the chemicals and all that kind of stuff. And and the reason that I like those, is if people want to detoxify their body, first we, we look at the pictures and decide, yes, we need to do a liver cleanse or yes, we need to do a bowel cleanse and yes, we need to do a lymphatic cleanse. And it's not arbitrary. It's not, it's not oh, well, we need to do all of them. No, sometimes we do have to. Other times it's just liver. And with a thermography, we can say, okay, this is what we're going to do first. And then after a reasonable length of time, we can shoot that area of the body and we can see the progress that we've made, which is awesome. Um, A company, a thermography company, came to me to read their film because it's so inexpensive, the medical profession and the insurance won't pay for it. I had one lady tell me, I, and two ladies. Their deductible, their copay on an MRI was a thousand dollars, and one was nine hundred dollars. The the copay. Mm-hmm. I mean, so insurance. You got to grasp this. The insurance wants to pay for the expensive test. Now, I had a real hard time wrapping my head around that, mm-hmm. because I think, well, they're collecting premiums. They want to spend as little as possible, so they have the 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 money. No, the Corporation Commission has determined. If you're an insurance company, you're only going to make 10, 20. Well, I don't know what the percentage but there's a percentage above what you pay out. Let's say it's 10%. Well, you want to pay out a million or a billion, not hundreds, because you can make that percentage. Do you understand? It's about money, and that's why they don't support these. Plus, in the fact, thermographies are a, a proactive uh, preventative. Like, for instance, in the instance of breast cancer. Thomography, I mean, a, a mammogram requires over, I think it's over 2 billion cancer cells together in order to say tumor, growth, cancer. Plus, the fact, it only, it only takes pictures of the, of the front two-thirds. And tumors are crushed with that process. I don't like it. And plus, the fact, it irradiates the breast. In a thermography, we can see under 300 cancer cells congealed. 300? Billions? So we've got all kinds of time to change the diet, do cleanses, and we can also see this is coming from a liver biliousness or a bowel biliousness or a uh, lymphatic biliousness. That's why I'm just pumped up about it. So if you're serious about doing some cleanses for health, let's do a thermography on you first and decide where we need to start. Do you understand? There may be lymphatic. There may be uh, bowel. maybe may liver. But there may not be one of them or two of them. Why would you want to do a cleanse when it's not necessary? Do you understand? Prioritize. Take care of the worst and look at it and see if we still need to do some work on some other areas. That is proactive. That is positive. And a lot of times you can find nutritional deficiencies. You can, you can see things happening. The th- films that I've looked at have been amazing. So this is kind of new, right? This new no, it was, it was okayed in uh, by the FDA in the s- 1979 or something like that. So like about how much does it cost? Uh, a full body scan at this time uh, is $550. Right now, because uh, I've begun with this company, they're giving my patients $100 off. The nice thing is, is they're in Farmington, but I get them down here to do my patients. So if you're interested in that, let put your name on my thermography list because we don't have a date on when we're doing it next. When we get that date, then we'll call you and, and get you in. Do you understand? Because they come down. This time they came down for two days this month. I hope, I'm hoping to be able to get them here for two days twice a month, but this time that's not what's happening. Are they able to tell how your bones are doing? No. If there's inflammations... Uh, yes, however, a uh, b- dry blood test looks at bones better. So with those two things, it's not replacing dry blood. With those two things, I'm I'm just so pumped up I can hardly stand it. So you would have you know, an inflammation with your, I'm, I'm talking about like, like, you know, like this osteoporosis. Thing. Well, I can see that in blood. I can see that in blood. Oh, okay. All right. That's what I'm saying. Okay, any other questions? if not, we'll shut down the internet and we'll yammer with all the other people because you weren't here, but that's okay. Uh, join us next time the The calendar is on drugfreehelp.com it's on all our web pages and if and if you would like to repeat this one, it will be uh, put up for a, a download or to view right Jim in about a week a couple of days yeah, a week with before a week. Okay? So thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Tell me.